Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. It's always that one time you need a defense attorney and you just don't know who to call, right? Well, I'm telling you, Manny Aurora, the Aurora Law Firm, he's the best in the business when it comes to a defense attorney. And he's a former prosecutor, so he knows the other side of the courtroom. Located in Atlanta, Georgia, but practices nationwide, has handled litigation in over 19 different states. If you need Manny, theauroralawfirm.com, theauroralawfirm.com. He stops by the show twice a month. Got any questions? Leave it on our hotline, 404-369-3825, or on our social media off podcastthebs.com. How about a win-win situation for you? You're about to purchase a house. You need a mortgage. Go to the best in the business. That's Dave Flashner with Stockton Mortgage, 561-951-0984. He's a no-nonsense guy. He'll tell it to you how it is. He'll give you the numbers, and it'll make it happen. Plus, he picks up the phone when it rings. But on top of that, when you close your home loan purchase or refinance with Stockton Mortgage, you'll be automatically entered into a mortgage-free sweepstakes. One prize winner will be chosen to have Stockton Mortgage cover their monthly mortgage payment up to $2,500 per month in 2023. 561-951-0984 or Stockton.com slash Dave dash Flashner. Every week, there are three stories that fall under the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, I used to ride a horse to school. Get learned with the good, the bad, and the ugly. This will be episode 30 of the good, the bad, the ugly. Thanks for being here. My name is Jason Bailey and the Golden Scissors Studios. Thanks to Stockton Mortgage sponsoring... The beautiful Golden Scissor Studio. That's Dave the Flash Flashner. Knowledgeable, trustworthy, reliable. He's our man. If he can't do it, Brandon? Dave Flashner Flash can. Yeah, no, he, nobody can. That's, oh, that's, nobody. Yeah, can. Nobody can. 561-951-0984. Are you dipping? Yeah, I, I ran out of vape juice, so I <laughs> use my backup can. That's a big one, man. Yeah, I haven't seen you dip oh, in a minute. Uh, Stockton.com slash Dave dash Flashner. Again, 561-951-0984. Nothing like putting in, inserting Brandon into our studio sponsor and his dipping. Uh, when you close your home loan purchase or refinance with Stockton Mortgage, uh, you'll be automatically entered into a mortgage-free sweepstakes. That's one prize winner, possibly, hopefully, maybe you, will be chosen to have Stockton Mortgage cover their monthly mortgage payment up to $2,500. That's per month in 2023, and that's just doing what you're going to do anyway. Nader Tater Vader in Mexico. Hello, buddy. Hola. How you guys doing? Good, good, good. And there is Brandon. We've already seen Brandon in the Zelensky studios. Hello. I'm actually wearing a shirt today. Yeah, I know. You look nice, I must say. Thank you. It's a blue shirt. We both have that blue going. Nate's got an offset. It's almost like we woke up in each other's minds. Did y'all plan that? (laughs) It's like we planned it, yes. I like when you're dressed up. You bring a lot more to the show when you look presentable. Oh, really? You think so? I do, yeah. Well, I was... I was doing something and I ripped my underwear. So I was like, yeah, you know, I probably should just put clothes on so they don't actually see me, my dinghy hanging out. All right. So from now on, you're not in the bunker studio. You're in the Zelensky studios. Okay. Because you look like Zelensky on his Instagram. I thought you were in jail. Yeah, Jill thought you were in jail. (laughs) Like, who gave this man a mic in jail? Uh, Our social media ambassador, that is Jill. Good, bad, and the ugly. What we do here uh, is we take three stories throughout the week. And we put them under good, bad, and the ugly. Makes all the sense in the world. So you get caught up on something maybe you missed uh, or you'd like to know about or you might find interesting. Uh, Either way, uh, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Let's start out with some good. The good. Can you actually fix your electronics by smacking them? Nate, the answer? Uh, Some of them. All right, Brandon? I believe so. I've done it multiple times. All right, Jill? 100%. All right, the answer is yes. According to popular science, the answer is yes. Believe it or not, there's actually science behind why sometimes the best way to fix your electronics is by smacking them. It's called percussive maintenance. Percussive maintenance, which is where you give a tap to a product with batteries or older parts and get it working again at least temporarily. Uh, I first, when I saw this story, I was like, 
thinking the old school like cartridges were I, for some reason I got blow in there. I'm blowing the cartridges. Does that does work, right? Or did we for years just blow into cartridges for no fucking reason? I don't know if there, I mean, there may be some scientific evidence. I think in all of our minds there, there gets to be dust in there and the connection wasn't made quite well. So it would make it works, but I've, I've never actually looked up if that, that was proven to, to be the cause of it. Percussive maintenance is the sophisticated term for shaking, banging on or pounding something to make it work. Kind of like Brandon's last sexual experience. He had percussive maintenance on a girl named Betty, who had about two hicksy five. And he felt that as he shook her and banged her and pounded her, that that relationship would work. <laughs> it obviously did not. <laughs> temporarily worked. <laughs> it temporarily worked for about four and a half minutes. Uh, and it works especially well for products that have batteries or older electronics that have parts that might have become slightly out of line. Nate, can you think of something or the last thing that you banged on with batteries or something that had older parts that you needed to temporarily work and you banged hard enough for it to work properly, at least for a few minutes? I think usually the go-to is like a VCR or a TV. If the TV is a little fuzzy, you can hit it and it it might fix the picture a little bit. I think um, same thing with a VCR if the tracking's off. If the tracking button doesn't work, you can kind of smack it and it might help uh, make it look a little clearer. So help me understand percussive maintenance, because what you said, you're the example you gave. And I grew up in a, in a time where you would smack the television, but you were smacking the television, not because the electricity, you know, it's plugged into the wall. You're not getting that to work. That's working fine. You're smacking it because the bunny ear is on top. Like, you, no one smacked a television after bunny ears, right? It's all about the bunny ears. No, no I have. Oh, have you? I don't think anybody, I don't even know if, it, I mean, do they even have bunny ears anymore? Well, that's what I'm talking about. Thing. I grew up with bunny ears. So I, I, that, that's, that's the last time I've smacked a television, especially now with flat screen televisions. I don't know. You what can't smack one of those. You can't smack a flat screen TV. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can, but you I, are you smacking flat screen TVs, Nate? I'm not, but you could. I mean, if there's something, I mean, there might be if you have a plasma or something and and some of the plasma isn't evenly distributed, then oh. you could maybe smack it to make it a little clearer. Do you still have my plasma TV in Mexico? No, nah, that, that one blew up uh, before I left. Yeah, but we got okay. some good years out of that, baby. <laughs> yeah. That couple was states, a couple of years. Yeah, that was, how long did you have that after I gave it to you? I mean, you gave it to me in Orlando and I had it up until not long before I left Georgia. So that was a good uh, may, almost 10 years, maybe you had it for 10 years. I think so. Cause you, I think you probably gave it to me in like 2010 or 2011, maybe. And I got it in 20, uh, 2004, 2005. There's yeah, a story, run. there's a story behind that plasma too. That, 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 like if there if there is ever a television in my life that that held a spot, it was that TV. Uh, not only because I was able to give it to Nate and him use it and enjoy it and appreciate it, but when it was when plasma TVs were still pricey, but they dropped the price. Like when plasma TVs first came out, they were just unobtainable by by us. They're like seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars for these TVs. These are the first flat screen TV. Like, am I saying something you don't know? No, I just, I can't imagine paying that much for a TV. But I know that people did. Exactly. Well, I mean, it was the first time, I mean, this was probably what? Brand new technology. Early 2000s, Plasmas came out, right, Nate? I think so. Yeah, probably. Before that, they were still projection televisions, maybe not as boxier as the old school ones, but they still had the projectors uh, putting the screen up there. Anyway, so... Uh, I I'd just gotten this job in Tampa, 98 Rock. I thought I was, I thought I'd reached the pinnacle of my career, right? <laughs> you know, I just got married. We just moved into this uh, semi dream house, brand new, thinking that everything was going to be great. I just got the most money in a contract that I've ever gotten before. Uh, I mean, you look at it now and you're going, that's all they paid me. But you know, it was <laughs> it was a big deal. So I said, all right, we're starting a new life. And I go out, and I'm very frugal with my money, very smart financially, not so much in 2004, 2005. And we go out, I go out, 
and I buy two Lexuses, one for me, one for her, and then went on a shopping spree at Best Buy. And I bought a new computer. I bought uh, a, a box HD television for the guest room because I, you know, and then I bought two plasma TVs and then I bought a Bose surround sound. I mean, I just went and blew some fucking money. And, uh, and I, no, I'm sorry. I bought one plasma television for the living room. And the day that the Best Buy is delivered to my door, uh, they, they deliver two plasma televisions instead, two TVs. And I sat there uh, on my couch and contemplated, what do you do? Do you give it back because you didn't pay for it? You weren't charged for it? You didn't order it? Or do you keep it? And I kicked it around and I came to the conclusion that this was God saying, Jason, you've done some good things in life. I'm going to reward you with a plasma television. So I put this plasma television in a room that was way too small for it. And it sat there unused for two years. Then I moved back to Orlando after I get fired in Tampa and I've got no use for, oh no, no, no. I use it in my bedroom. So now I'm using it. And then uh, I, th- I moved into uh, the condo, the badass bachelor pad condo. And that's when I gave it to you, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think I, I had many sweaty nights from that TV because it got so hot. fucking hot. <laughs> so hot. Yeah, it was like you had the heater on even in the summer. It was terrible. I mean, that was the worst part of it. Oh, my Couldn't God. Couldn't fall asleep with it on. I'm surprised plasma televisions, there wasn't a run of them bursting into flames. They got so damn hot. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Like, I remember like, turning it on and be like, sweaty. You lose five pounds watching Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. It's so hot. So outside of televisions, what else do you bang per 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 percussive maintenance to get it to work? Radios. Radios. My car AC, my car radio, you name yeah. it, anything in my car. Anything in your car. <laughs> okay, okay, but here's the here's the thing. Are you banging it for the electricity slash battery to work? Because that's what it's saying here. Or are you banging it for everything you guys are talking about has a signal? I think you might be confusing. No, none of this is about electricity. It's all about the parts inside. So it's like oh. a wire is loose and you're banging it to get it back together. Okay. Or if, the, if it's the battery, it's banging the battery to get back so the connections are made. So I think it's all about banging the parts back into spots. Okay, you're right. Okay, that makes much more sense now. And you could say the same for an older woman, right, Brandon? You you ba- yeah. you bang her hard enough, she's probably going to work a little bit more for you. Or you could Put just... Back together. Right? If a guy bangs a woman well then she's going to work better at anything. She's going to be happier. She's going to be uh, just a better person, but better to society, right? Is that oh, right? Yeah. right Joe? Up the that quality of sandwiches. Better, right. If you don't, if you have a woman that's, you know, just not really up to, up to par, up to speed, and you just happen to have a, a fling, and you bang well and hard and pound, as they say, you perform percussive maintenance on this individual, they're going to be, it goes for human beings as well. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. Start a business and then charge a service. That's what you should. You should get out of the uh, bank tank, uh, whatever, uh, spanked. What do, you, what do you do again? Irrigation, sprinklers. You're, oh, I thought you did backflows, backwater. Yeah, that's, that's part of it. You know what a backflow is? It's backflow, right? Mm-hmm. Not yeah. a clue. Yeah. Have you changed the name of your company yet? Mm-mm. No, you still uh, BTRQZQR backflows. Yeah, we got all the letters. Yeah, have you got you gotten with Nate to uh, change your website or no? Well, that went bye bye, so he would have to make a whole new one. Mm. Yeah, I don't think Nate, Nate, you're up to make a new new <laughs> new new sprinkler website for Brandon. <laughs> yeah, you need a new name first. What was the other ones you were kicking around? It was like Sprinkly Winklies or something like that. Oh gosh. Uh, what are the better? Yeah. Did you just take <laughs> your dip BT. out with your fingers? Yeah, uh-huh. why? I thought you were more experienced than that. Well, I used to, and it's kind of like a small opening. I'm using a, I'm using a little Gatorade bottle. You got a whole cup over there. Yeah, but I, even with a small water bottle opening, I can still fit it in if I'm on the road. I can go half to half and split it with my tongue. Ew. I mean, I can tongue it out if I need to, but then it just kind of goes everywhere, mm-hmm. and I don't have a, I don't have any, I don't have a toothpick on hand. I know you probably got one over there in the drawer. You're about to pick them. Uh, no, I, I do floss after every dip. Yeah, that is correct. My, my dentist goes, you, every time I go in for, for my teeth, I'm always like worried because I've been dipping since I'm 13. I'm just waiting for that day. And, 
I always get a perfect bill of health and they actually say, God, you, you, you must floss often because you have the best floss teeth that we have here at our dentistry. And I was like, I do, but I have to because I dip so much. And she goes, oh, you are a dipper, huh? I'm like, yeah. She goes, you got to stop that, but your teeth are great. She goes, the floss. So maybe that's the key to dipping and to living a long time is you could dip as long as you floss. Possibly. I don't know. All right. So that's the good. You can fix your electronics by smacking or uh, banging them. Does anybody else have anything more on that story before I move to the bad? No, but it make, it's kind of one of those things that we've, we've all always known. I guess just scientists had to waste some time on it and figure it out scientifically. And it was very popular in the science community because it was in popular science. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably took twenty million dollars to come to that conclusion. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> some of these, some of these surveys that they, I love surveys and I love lists. You know, in the radio world, it's kind of cliche and kind of easy radio, but I love lists and I love surveys and I love numbers and I love percentages and I love generalizing and all that kind of stuff. I always have. There used to be a show on VH1 one called The List, and it lasted for like six episodes, and they would have they would make these lists off of the topics and stuff, and I was. I enjoyed the show. I loved the show. It was one of my favorite shows ever, and then it just died. Uh, that's why we do the top three on Tuesdays. Essentially, those are just our list of top three fill-in-the-blank, right? Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Watkins Law Firm, trial and litigation attorneys. So if it's personal injury, wrongful death, contracts and transactions, landlord and tenant disputes, or just general civil litigation, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC is where you need to go. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC. And here's Tyler's tip of the day. So get this. It's easier to sue someone if their dog injures your livestock than it is if it injures you. If you're attacked by someone else's dog, you can only recover from the owner if you can show the dog had previously attacked someone or if it was violating a leash law. However, if that dog injures livestock, then you don't have to show anything. Amazing, isn't it? Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, WatkinsLawFirm.LLC, serving all of Georgia. Next time, talk to Tyler. In the market to build a mountain home or cabin in western North Carolina, Mac Development Group. These are the people that you need to call. These are the people you need to talk to. MacDevelopment.com is the website. Currently booking for full-time builds, and they're looking for you to get on the schedule today, providing a premium product in the Western Carolina market, and they are the premium builder in the area. Putting everything together in this amazing 3D software, the process is easy, and it's a one-stop shop with Mac Development Group. MacDevelopment.com. I'm so happy that so many of you enjoy Nubertese Men's Wellness League's uh, practitioner, Diane Spiva, when she comes on the podcast. I think it's great. You know, I've been going to Nubertese Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs, Georgia, for well over a year with testosterone maintenance. But they do so much more than that. With a weight loss program, sexual health, pain and joint management, Nubertese Men's Wellness League is a men's wellness facility for guys and guys only. Guys, as you get older, your body starts to break down. There are things that you can control and there are things that you can't control. Just pop into Nubertese Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs or go online to menswellnessleague.com and schedule a phone call just to see where you're at. It could possibly save your life. That's a true story actually happened to a listener, right? So right now, the Wellness Combine, get it for 99 bucks. That's $200 off the regular pl- uh, price. Plus, mention the BS Podcast and get 10% off that price. But you got to mention the BS Podcast. Go to menswellnessleague.com. Hit that schedule button. Son of a bitch. I just called to say you should subscribe to The Bailey Show, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastabs.com. It's better than radio. And back to you, Jason. All right, so that was the good. How about some bad? The bad. All right, the biggest movie in the world right now is Top Gun Maverick, right? And uh, I'll give a recap of that probably on Monday's show. Uh, what I thought of it, if you care. But um, they're Paramount, who is the company, right, that put it out, they're actually getting sued over rights to Top Gun by uh, the heirs of writers who inspired the movie. So the original people that inspired the movie 
are suing for copyright infringement over the rights to Top Gun. The suit first reported by Puck News. That's a new one. Not heard of Puck News before. Like, man, we got a lawsuit against Paramount. We need to get the word out. Let's go to fucking Puck News. (laughs) Out of every news source you can go to, we're going to go to Puck News. Um, Was filed in California federal court and comes from Shosh and Yuval Yanye, heirs of the writer Ehud Yanhe. Who? The Yanhe crew. You familiar with the Yanhe's? Were they the Japanese? In Top Gun? I don't think that's a Japanese name. I don't know what that is. Ehud Yanhe. It's, Isra- it's a Israeli. Israeli. All right. Ehud Yanhe penned the story Top Guns with an S, which was published in April of 1983. Who knew? Uh, issue of California Magazine and largely inspired the 1986 film. While Paramount licensed the magazine article in 83, the Yanyes, I think I'm saying that right, sued claims that the studio had already lost the rights to Top Gun before they released the sequel, Top Gun Maverick, just the other week. The suit cites a provision of copyright law that allows authors of their heirs to reclaim rights to their stories 35 years after the date that the rights were initially transferred. Uh, according to the lawsuit, the Yanyes sent Paramount a termination notice regarding the right to recover the copyright to the story on January 23rd, 2018. Obviously, they told him to go fuck themselves. Uh, While Top Gun Maverick was released this year, earning the record for biggest opening over Memorial Day holiday weekend, production was completed in 2019, and the film was originally meant to hit theaters in 2021 with the pandemic delaying the premiere. The Yanes are represented by Mark Toberoff, was a history of fighting the creators and their heirs and copyright disputes. That's interesting. So the conclusion, I mean, that, that kind of sucks. You know, the movie's supposed to be amazing. It's uplifting. It's kind of throwback feel to the the good movies in the 80s where it wasn't necessarily so dark. Yes, people die, but there's always a, you know, a good ending and a positive. Are you snorting cocaine? Look like Johnny Depp in oh, court no. over there. Do you, do you think? Do you think we can't? You think we can't hear you when you're snorting <laughs> into a microphone? Oh, I thought I was muted. Just because okay. you have a pop filter on doesn't mean we still can't see you or hear you snort lines, Brandon. <laughs> no, I'm just rubbing my nose. It is early. God, that was the nastiest noise ever, right? I'm sorry, I thought it was muted. I, I even I even spit off mic, you know, and you're <laughs> Jesus, <Okay>. man, Joseph. <laughs> um. But that's bad news. You know, you never want to see something you know, like anytime something is popular or somebody makes it, there's always somebody that wants to come out and bring them down. You know, now, granted, they might have something here, but you would think Paramount would not want this to go public and just pay them off. You know, they've got so much money. This 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 franchise has made so much money. I'm sure if you give the Yanes $50 million, which is nothing to Paramount, the story wouldn't be out there. There wouldn't be a black mark on the movie, right? Keep me quiet. Yeah, keep me up. Shut me up. Sign an NDA. Pfft, At least for a while. I wouldn't say a word ever. Even on my deathbed, if somebody wanted to write a tell-all book, I'd say, no, it's not going to happen. I signed the paperwork. You gave me the money. But it just kind of ruins a little bit of the movie, right? Especially for people that haven't seen it yet. I don't know if it ruins. I think it's bullshit. I, I don't think... I don't even know. I think this will get thrown out, honestly, because they they made the last movie off of the article, but this is a sequel to the movie that they had already produced and they own the rights to. So I don't think that unless I haven't seen the, the new movie yet, but the story, unless they're using the exact story from the original, which I, I don't think they are, I don't think they really have a leg to stand on here. And it's kind of shitty that it's not even this guy. The guy that wrote it is dead. It's the, it, to me, it's like this money grubbing wife and the son. They're like, oh, let's get some more money. Cause it's not like they're taking advantage of him. Like they already got their money out of the story that he wrote fucking 30 years ago. So let it go. You're just, you're just going after money and you're making the movie look bad because of it. Is Shosh the, 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 the female, is that the female? Shosh, Shoshyane, Shosh, 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 Shosh up, Shosh. <laughs> Let's call our son Yuval. <laughs> what are we going to name? Oh, my titties hanging out. What are we going to name our kid? Let's name him Yuval. <laughs> Dad was Ehud. 
Yeah, that's horrible. I think that's borderline racist. This kind of reminds me of the Nirvana baby situation. Y'all remember that? Oh, yeah. He, he sued because for all these years, and, and it was like right around the whatever anniversary, mm-hmm. he's like, I haven't gotten a dime. But he was a baby. You know, you blame that on the mother. The mother was the one that did a shitty deal. But you got to remember at the time, well, no, the never, Nirvana was a thing before Nevermind. I mean, they weren't as big. Uh, as they were to become after Nevermind was released. But they still had, what, Bleach before, and they were a thing. So you have to have known that there was some money there, and you at least sign a residual deal. Like, if you're going to use my infant child and throw him into a swimming pool and have his little ding-ding on the cover of a (laughs) CD that will live forever, let's do some residuals. Give me a penny for each sale of an album. How about that? Yeah, that was just a bad deal. It was a bad deal. It was mom's it was a fault. Deal. It wasn't the kid's fault. It was the mom's fault. But you're right. It's the same thing. That's what, Nate, you were just saying. It's the kids that are going after the bad deal the parents made. And I think that one got thrown out, didn't it? I don't think it he did. got any money. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's they're just going after. And I don't even know why you would need the rights to it because, like I said, they, they made the first movie, so they're going off. The, they have the rights to the first movie. That's the storyline they're going off of, not this original article. So, yeah, I think they're stretching here. They're not going to get anything. Well, Mar- Mariah Carey got sued, too, uh, or she's being I sued saw that. for $20 million over, all I want for Christmas is you. Uh, a band leader who co-wrote the song, not the famous top-selling song, but another one. Uh, I don't know how that one goes. All I want for Christmas is you, possibly, I don't know, has decided that he wants his $20 million. Andy Stone uh, has filed a federal lawsuit against Mariah, her co-writer, Walter Afashanif, and Sony, saying the intentionally engaged in a campaign to infringe on the copyright for his song. Stone says he didn't give permission for Carrie and the writer to use his title. That's all the songs share. The melodies and the lyrics are different. Who wins on this one? Uh, well, I, I don't understand why he's suing. He was so the only similarity is, is the same name, the the title of the song. Correct. Where well, was this no, years yeah. ago? I mean, why now? Because he's poor. Yeah, exactly. I guess yeah. Now but, he's broke. Yeah, but there, there's plenty of movies that have the same names and TV shows that have the same names and songs that are like, no, yeah, you don't get anything because you, you said the same name as another song. That's ret- that's ridiculous. There's definitely one of those stupid Hallmark movies that's called All I Want for Christmas is You. Is he going to go after them next? It drives me nuts, though. Like, if you have movies with the same title, there's a, there's a, a movie, there's a, the, the movie title un, Undefeated. There's a movie called Undefeated with, uh, I think it's Wesley Snipes and Vin Rames and John Leguizamo. I think those are the guys in it. And they're in jail. Vin Rames is a heavyweight champion of the world. It's very Mike Tyson story-esque. He gets thrown in there, and uh, he's able to work out a deal with uh, the the guy in jail who's kind of like the godfather, and they have this fighting system inside the jail, and Wesley Snipe. Uh, Wesley Snipes is the the guy. Um, he's serving a life sentence, but he's the best boxer in all the prison system. And they set up a fight between the two. It's a really good movie. Anyway, there's also like two or other movies called Undefeated. So whenever it's on, I'm like, oh, it's one of those movies that isn't on often. But when it's on and you find it, you get excited. And you're like, I'm watching this. Uh, and if you can rewind it all the way to the beginning, you know, like DirecTV will give you the option, you do it. It's just one of those cool, actiony jail movies with good actors. But there's like two or three other undefeateds that are not that not it. You know, and you turn it on, <laughs> or you or you go and you're looking for a movie and you don't want to watch the older version, even though the Longest Yard, the older version, was still good. Most people, you know, modern era, are going to want to watch the Adam Sandler longest yard so when you go and you find the older version i'll be like shit i wanted to watch the newer version and songs are the same way you're absolutely right i mean there's a it almost gets confusing with some basic songs or basic album titles you know i mean if you have a an album like the beatles white album does that mean because it's so popular and so good that you can't have somebody say the white album i don't think someone's called an album the white album afterwards you know, Weezer always names their albums after colors. Yeah. But they have not done white and they have not done black because the black album would be Metallica. And you can't compete with that. So you have to have a level of 
success for a type, you know, an album before you, you, I mean, Pearl Jam's 10. How fucking creative is that? 10, you know? Well, <laughs> actually, Jay-Z did the Black Album also. You're right. Jay-Z uh, did do the Black album. Black album. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you can do same thing. I mean, I, I don't like it, but it happens. And you can't, I don't think you can sue him over it. But another rock band has not done the Black Album. Jay-Z could do it because I think Jay-Z appreciates Metallica. So, uh, I like Jay-Z. I, I just saw a thing where they honored Jay-Z. I don't know if it, it might have been the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or something. And Dave Chappelle was the one that was up there and talking about Jay-Z. And, I, and like then Jay-Z got up and spoke. I don't think I've ever heard Jay-Z speak, at least for this long in my life. He's a really intelligent man. And he's very, very talented and very humble and appreciative of of what was before him. I like fell in love with Jay-Z. And I've never been like really a Jay-Z fan. I'm like, this dude's fucking smart, man. And very nice. I want to hang out with Jay's Jay son and Jay-Z. Dude, we would make such good friends. And plus I've seen his wife's <laughs> vagina. And we could talk about that a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. That's a friend conversation. Do you not say that if you meet somebody the first time and you saw their wife's vagina? Yeah, you probably don't say that. <laughs> would you like to, to know, each their own? Would you like to know the story? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> These guys know the story. Brandon, you know the story, right? Yeah, I've heard it before. She was like on stage or something. Yeah. Oh, no. It was early, early in my radio career. It was like career. an accidental sneak peek. Destiny's Child. No, she showed it to me. I could tell. Uh, <laughs> Destiny's Child. This was before. Oh, you're talking about Beyonce's vagina, yeah, right? Okay, sorry. I, I thought you were, I did not put, okay. That's it, different. Yes, I definitely want to hear the story. Whose vagina did you think I was talking about? I thought, I don't know. I thought it was a random person's vagina. I don't know. There's but only, now I understand that you're speaking of Beyonce's vagina. There's only a couple people in the story. I don't know this third vagina you're speaking of. For a second it's a little vagina. early. I was uh, typing. I'm on the Facebook Two Percenters page over here making friends. Okay. So uh, <laughs> it was early in my career. I'm working at a top 40 station. Destiny's Child is up and coming. They're headlining our concerts. And uh, the J, uh, the Destiny's, this is like, I think, just when she started dating Jay-Z. So, because, her, well, no, this was right before, because supposedly her and Jay-Z didn't meet until she did that uh, song with them, right? That's when that's when they met, the mm -hmm. video. And, and that was like her breakout hit as a single. That was like, she got street cred because Jay-Z was in it. Anyway, so her mother would make all of their costumes for Destiny's Child. And before the show, I, I, this is a, tr nobody believes me, but this is a true story. I'm not lying and I'm not embellishing before they go up on stage. I'm like stage left on the ground. I'm not in the crowd. It's it's I'm in, I'm in that barrier, like where the photographers are and stuff. And I was talking to listeners and you know, on each side of the stage you have monitors and I, I'm looking through the monitor. I just happened to look, I had this feeling to look and I look across the stage to where it's backstage and I see Beyonce getting ready to come up on stage. And you know, she's not that big of a deal at the time. I mean, she's a big deal to me. And she's not that big of a deal. And I'm just like, Oh, there's Beyonce. And I'm looking at her and she can't, she can't keep her eyes off me. She is staring at me. I, this is a true story. She is staring at me. Like she is in love with me. And then she smiles and I'm smiling back at her. And I'm like, I could probably hook up with this chick, you know? I mean, this might be, my titty hangs out of this shirt all the time. And I'm like, this girl really likes me. She really likes me. So I'm like, you know, I'll talk to her after the show or something. You know, I'm probably 23, 22 years old, whatever. And uh, and they go up and they do their thing, you know, and, you know, Destiny's Child and all that stuff that they do. And, and I'm now center stage on the ground in that pit area where the photographers are. I'm like, well, let me let her know I'm interested, let me get down here and kind of get eye contact with her. And she's looking down at me as she's singing and dancing and smiling at, like, at me. Like, it's like a one-on-one -on -one performance. I kid you not, it's a true story. I know you guys don't believe me. I can feel it, but this is a true story. <clears throat> and then there's this move that she does. And Beyonce's a big girl. Not, like, fat big, but she's a big-boned, muscular, tall woman. And the outfits that they would wear or that she wears makes them, you know, the shoes that got lifts and stuff. I mean, she's just big. And these shorts that they were, they were silver and purple. And the, the, the material was very thick. So it wasn't like a runner's short or, you know, an athletic short. They were thick, a thick material. Same with the tops. And she does this move in front of me. 
where she moves her right leg and her left leg, and she kind of swivels her hips and pops her toe up so the, the short opens up, like asking me, begging me to look up the shorts. And I do, you know, I'm like, I'm telepathically, I'm listening to her. And I look up and she's not wearing any panties. And I see her vagina. And usually if a guy sees a girl's vagina, they should be in a relationship afterwards. So I never got a chance to talk to her afterwards. And I haven't talked to her to this day, but I think that she was trying to turn me on. You know, it was like maybe a little game she plays with guys. Like, you know, let me show you this and you'll think of me forever and ever. I don't know. But that's the story. So basically Beyonce cheated on Jay-Z with Jason Bailey? No, she hadn't met. Party here first. No, she hadn't met Jay-Z yet. Okay, I, I, so I you were that. the last guy that she mm-hmm. yep. wanted before she got married there, or met her husband. That's that's That would be Scandal. that would be close to probably being accurate. I was the last Party guy that she had interest in before Jay-Z. Yes, that is correct. Brandon, you know how Jason's stories are always like a little bit off. Like he always like forgets a little part and confuses it with another one. It's probably, this probably wasn't even Beyonce. It was probably like Missy Elliott. And he just <laughs> forgot that it was, it was at the wrong concert. And it would make a lot of sense because Jay, uh, Beyonce is not a big girl. She weighs 120 pounds and she's five foot six. Missy Elliott, a little bit bigger. So I think maybe you're at a different concert than you're remembering. No, no, no. I promise you. Hand to God. I swear. My children's lives. It was Beyonce. It was Destiny's Child. I I promise you that. I I know it was Beyonce. I mean, I've been telling this story for decades because it's such a great story. And it's such a true story. It was not Missy Elliott. It was not another African-American lady. And when I said she's a big girl, she's big boned. And with her outfit, she looks like a giant. Plus, I was down, you know, on the... She's probably six feet above me too on the stage she just looked big at the time you also were telling people for years that uh green day song was at the end of friends for decades so <laughs> that is true saying. and that and that one look i <laughs> nate give me credit if i'm wrong i'm gonna tell you i'm wrong i was wrong on that one this one i'm right and you guys have to believe me because this is my story and it's true and i'm telling you that I mean, I, I unfor- <laughs> unfortunately, I don't have anybody to back it. But. We'll have our people get with Beyonce's people and see if we can confirm or deny. You know what? I bet you, I kid you not, I bet you if you were to do that and get Beyonce on the podcast, she'd remember me. Because I haven't changed much. I kind of look the same. I'm a little bit What's bigger, a little bit tanner. Probably better looking as I've aged. A little bit more platinum in my head. But she, she, she would probably remember it. I'm pretty sure she would. Brandon, do you believe that story? Uh... Yeah, I'll say yes. Well, I, I don't want <laughs> you to so say, confident. I don't want you to say something you don't mean. It's it's you know part of it. I believe. Why don't you ever believe anything I mean, you say? I do. I mean, I believe you saw a vagina on stage. I just don't know if it's Beyonce's, and maybe you oh. did see it, but you might have just been by accident. And she wasn't really trying to show you. Okay, that's fair enough. But it was Beyonce. I promise you. Will you please believe that it was Beyonce? I just feel like if she was showing you on purpose, mm. y'all would have like linked up afterwards, and she would have been like, "Hey." I showed you something. And you be, see it. I think and Beyonce does, doesn't wear anything loose enough to see her vagina. Every pair of shorts she wears is tight. And you said she was a bigger girl, so her shorts would be tight. You wouldn't have seen her vagina. That's why I was explaining the material. The material is very thick materials, very thick. So it was the way that she, it's almost like she knew. Like she probably does this every so often for good-looking young men. The, the way that she would move her body would be able to push out the material. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it was one of those things. I mean, believe what you want. I'm just I'm just here to speak truth. Great story. That's that's all I'm trying to do. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Rockland Contracting, better known, established in 2009, and I got a message from owner David Hawks. He wants to thank you two percenters, the listeners of the Bailey Show podcast for taking his company to the next level. With that being said, if you're looking for deck design in which he specializes in or new HVAC installation, basement remodel, interior, exterior painting, he's booked up for the summer months. So right now, he's taking bookings for the fall. RocklandContractingLLC.com, 678-879-3867. 678-879-3867. Also, seeking experienced deck builders. 
help you help your business get to the next level. And you do that by incorporating create graphics in there, whether it's vehicle wraps, corporate events you might be having, interior, exterior events, graphic design and apparel. Create Graphics is a full-service graphics company that specializes in graphic design, wide format printing, and graphic installation. Excellent customer service where every project is going to get that one-on-one experience from start to finish. CreateGraphics.net. C-R-E-A-T-E-G-R-A-P-H-I-X.net. Or you can call 770-369-9962. 770-369-9962. You want to know when the best time to upgrade your house? Always, always a good idea. It's great for your property value, especially if you're in the business of trying to sell it right now. And definitely the kitchen and definitely the bath. UCI Kitchen and Bath, that's where you need to be. They've been Atlanta's number one cabinet, granite, and quartz fabricator plus installer for the past 20 years. Extremely fair prices, quality of work, excellent service, uh, sets them apart from their competitors in their industry, which is a busy, busy industry. So if you want to visit the showroom located in Norcross, Georgia, right there, you can see their cabinets, you can see the granite, you can see the countertops, you can see the quartz, you can see the marble, you can see the quartzite, and you can watch them cut it there too. It's a one-stop shop as UCI Kitchen and Bath also provides the installation on whatever you buy. Let's save you some cash. Mention the BS, you get 10% off regular priced countertops. So, save some money. Mention the Bailey Show podcast, 10% off regular priced countertops. UCIGranite.com Son of a bitch. I'll be loving you forever, just as long as you subscribe to the Bailey Show. Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear, then get a full seven days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. And back to you, Jason. Uh, okay, so we got the good, the bad. How about some of this? And the ugly. I got to change banks because I got some audio for this guy. I don't know why I don't want to just organize better. Uh, the story is a Disneyland Paris employee ruined a guy's marriage proposal. Have any of you guys seen this video? I saw it. You see the video? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nate, yeah, I, didn't even, I, saw it on, I saw it on TikTok just scrolling through. It wasn't even like a news story. I just happened on it. Yeah, it's kind of a big deal um, right now. It's gone viral. Brandon, have you seen this? No, I didn't even know they had a Disneyland in Paris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they got one in Japan too. Uh, all over the place, yeah. Yeah, uh, so uh, here I'll explain what happens after I play the audio. I think I'm going to play the audio. Did I not? Hold on. Oh, yeah, I did organize it. Sorry, guys. My fault. Uh, Yeah, here we go. Okay, so here's what's happening. You have uh, a, a very large man and uh, his uh, fian- uh, soon-to-be fiance, and they're at this stage, which looks like it's just kind of in the middle of the park they probably use for performers that you're not supposed to get up on. That's what I'm assuming. And so this guy, dressed in all white, looking like Andrew, this like Hispanic version of Andrew WK, he gets up there, And he drops the one knee and the crowd sees it and they start cheering from the other side of the stage up the stairs comes this little squirrely Disneyland representative and he's trying to be all bubbly, you know, and uh, he ushers them quickly off the stage and says, hey, we can even make it better down here because he wants them off the stage. So he's technically doing his job. So. The reason why this story is ugly is because I don't know what she sees in this guy in all white, but he is not an attractive man at all. You know, I mean, the girl's not that bad looking, but the guy is 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 goofy looking and and no pun intended. But like, you know, 
Not the most attractive husband. I don't know why you would marry this guy. Very ugly guy. Oh, maybe he's nice. Yeah, but uh, kind of ruined the moment a little bit. And, uh, the guy snatched the ring out of his hand. Do you remember that? He oh, yeah. took it and like walked down the stairs. But I also probably would have cleared that with like employees before you just do it. You uh, know? Snagged the ring out of the guy's hand, told him to get down. Mm-hmm. Their friend posted a video of it on Reddit. That's where it started to get hot, Reddit. And claims the guy who proposed asked for permission first. He asked a different employee if it was okay. And she said, go for it. We've all been in that situation, right? One person says one thing and then somebody else uh, wants to do another. And then near the end of the video, you can see him point at someone off camera and say, she said it was okay. Then the Mickey Mouse guy tells him proposing in front of the stage would be even better. But obviously the moment was ruined by then. Disney put out a statement about it. They said they've apologized to the couple, regret how it was handled, and they've offered to make it right. Which, they better let them get married there for free. That's not going to happen. That's, that's what they should do. They're not going to do that. That's, they'll give them a free right Disney Plus the subscription. They'll, they'll give, yeah, you're right. That's, free passes to Disney World for life. That's one of the bonuses for having a streaming service is that's what you can do for people and say, you know what, Disney Plus for a year for free. <laughs> I'll give it to him for like a month. We're going to give you just under $60. (laughs) (laughs) And you go, wow, thanks, man. They probably gave gave him tickets to the park, but they probably don't live in Paris. They were visiting Paris. Just like most people that go to Disney World in Orlando don't live. You don't don't go to the theme parks in the city you live in. (laughs) I know that from a guy coming from a dude that lived in Orlando most of his life. (laughs) So you just don't go unless you have to work there. Uh, so is it ruined though? Is the, is the proposal Nate ruined? Yeah, I think it's ruined. Um, I think everybody was wrong here. They, they shouldn't have been up there, even though the employee did let him go up there. Um, he should have waited. I don't know what his instructions are though. Like if he was trying to, he seemed like he was in fear for his job. Not that he, what he did was right. Cause that's not the Disney way. He should have let the moment happen and then dealt with it afterwards. It was kind of a dick move. Yeah. Uh, Brandon is the moment ruined. No, I don't think so. I think they're definitely going to remember this for the uh, rest of the life. Yeah. If she did say yes, I don't know if she said yes or not. But I agree. Uh, yes. You 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 you, know? you make the odd the 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 good, right? You just you just make it okay. Jill was if you were that woman, and this means the world to you, right? That's every little girl's dream. You someday probably want to get married. Someday, maybe. Yeah. You want we'll kids? Yeah. Okay, because you're running out of time, right? Whoa, never. Oh. People are having kids into their 40s now. Look at Courtney Kardashian. We're fine. Okay. I so, got time. Okay, so you got time. You haven't found Mr. Wright yet, correct? But if you do find Mr. has there been a guy that you thought maybe was Mr. Wright? Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, you don't date somebody thinking that they're Mr. Wrong. Okay, let's call that guy Jed L. Jed, okay, right, sure. for sure. Never dated one of those. So you and Jed are, are are about to, you know, you love Jed. He's everything you want. He takes you to Disneyland or Disney World, and he's getting ready to propose, and it gets ruined like this. Do you look at that and go, the moment is ruined, try again? This is a sign not to marry this guy, or fuck you, Mickey Mouse? Well, if anyone ever proposed to me at Disney World, I would say, fuck no. But that's just me. <laughs> um, but, I mean... In that moment, they probably felt like it was ruined. I don't think, I think the fact that you're getting proposed to at all is really special. So I'm sure they're, they're definitely going to remember it. But now if anything, they went viral and they're probably going to have so many people offering to give them free weddings, free flowers, you name, you know, anything. They're probably going to go on like national television or something after this. Yeah. They'll have like a GoFundMe forum. Yeah. They're good. Their whole wet, they're going to get a free honeymoon. So like. The, the everything that happened to us in the Bahamas with our, our daughter's friend that took place on Rachel's birthday, right? It was it was the it was the thirtieth of May. It you know so that was Rachel's day, and she wanted to go to that beach because that's her favorite. You know, she's more of a beach person. I'm more of the pool person. So we did the pool the day before, and she was like, "I want to go to the beach," and it's like, "Cool." And I said, "It's your day. We're doing everything you want this day." And then. That night, we were going to go to the fish fry so she could get her red snapper, you know, with the head on. She loves the red snapper in the Bahamas. And that's all she wanted, to relax and get a red snapper. And then, of course, the the incident happened where my daughter's friend drowned and we had to bring her back. And I told that story a couple different times here. You know, but I after she got out, after Tati got out of the hospital, my wife got out of the hospital, which was two days afterwards, you know, we still had to go out to eat. And I was trying to make that the day. So I took her a cake in the hospital that night, you know, when I knew everything was going to be okay, I 
took her some food and they weren't going to let me bring the food in. So I had to sneak it in, but I wanted to, you know, and Rach is cool like that. She's like, this is just part of the experience. You know, you're not going to be able to hit everyone out of the park. So the longer you live, you're going to have, you're going to have a birthday. That's not going to work. Right. So we made the best out of it and she was cool with it. And that's what you do, Brandon. I agree with you. They make the best of it and go, dude, you've got to list because you have to have a story behind the proposal. The proposal, you have to be clever. You know, you have to have a good story behind it. Yeah, how lame is it to say, oh, we just got engaged in Disney World. It's like, no, we got engaged in Disney World and they ruined it and it went viral on TikTok. I've got a great story about both of my proposals. You know, the first one we did at Cirque Delay and I got oh. nervous and, and popcorn went everywhere and it was a, it was a thing. A clown brought the ring with champagne. And That's terrifying. It was cool. The second one with uh, Rach, I did it in Vegas uh, at the, the, what the fuck's the place called? It's that private, that private room in the MGM. You go upstairs. When the chandelier place? No, it's um, the Oak Room. And and the best view of Vegas, the Oak Room. And we went and saw Steel Panther. We got trash. Bubba Ray Dudley just got us destroyed off Jack Daniels shots. We can barely walk. We get up there. They're expecting me to be bringing like 50 people. They had reserved the entire balcony for us, which is where you party. And I was like, we got four people. They had champagne everywhere for us because I had a friend hook it up. And, uh, and, and we were drunk. And we have like one picture of us getting uh, us engaged where we both look like we're, we're horrible alcoholics. And there's a thumbprint of big Bubba Ray Dudley's thumb on the camera lens. But that's the story. <laughs> you know, Nate proposed to Alexis, thanks to me, in front of Luke Bryan. Right, and Luke Bryan still sends them prizes every year for their anniversary. Really, he does. Yeah, every year, every year. That's Cowboy cool. hats and shotguns and and fishing poles, margarita margarita <laughs> jugs and stuff like that. What? Yeah, that too. Yeah, they went to go see Luke Bryan and they got meet and greet. And uh, Nate was told not to do it by the handler, and he did it anyway. <laughs> And there he you was, go, Nate. Yep. I like your style. And he was cool about it, right? Yeah. Well, they just weren't aware. The the photographer wasn't aware what was going on, but everybody else knew. I knew. Luke didn't know. Did Luke know? LB? I don't know. I think he knew, but he didn't know what I looked like, so he didn't know it was coming. All right. Gotcha. So that's the good, the bad, the ugly for this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, for our new audience, welcome. Thank you. Make sure you visit all of our social media channels. Tons of content on the YouTube. Subscribe to that. That's free of charge. The Twitter, the Instagram, the TikTok, both Facebook pages. We've got a private group that is a great community. Sometimes gets out of hand, but it's a good community nonetheless. And you can get all that information off our website, podcastthebs.com. Uh, we have actually set, set up uh, something on the website where you can sign up for the mailing list. These new newsletters, right? Is it, that's up and ready, ready to rock and roll? Right. Okay. These newsletters that I'm doing. Oh, God, I'm addicted to the MailChimp. So make sure you get on the newsletter sign-up mailing list thing or another. I don't know what it is, but you get an email from me, and, and I do my best. So Very informative. Very informative. With that being said, Nate, you got anything? Don't propose at Disney. There you go. Brandon. Check your Pop-Tarts for screws. All right, and Jill. Just reiterating, don't propose at Disney. All right, there you go. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. Thanks for having Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support podcastthebs.com. It's better than radio. Now, get out of here.